What's up, everyone? Thank you so much for being with us. You're listening to My Turf, Season 1, Episode 28, title track, About That Time. I am your host, Ryan Marshall, coming to you live from Lower Alabama, where it's thundering, so if you hear some thunder and lightning, I apologize. But uh, thank you so much for being with us. We are available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so tell your friends about us. Uh, This is a show about college and pro football. And remember, if you want to interact with me or... uh, Send some hate mail, myturfpodcast at gmail.com. This episode brought to you by Marshall Media. And if we can do anything for your social media needs, hit me up at myturfpodcast at gmail.com. Title of this show, About That Time. Why? Guys, it's the best time of the year. The NFL preseason will wrap up Monday. Roster cuts will be made. Position battles will be hopefully settled. And guess what? We have the NFL season starting next week. And then college football, of course starts tomorrow how amazing is that and the big boys will follow up uh next week but yeah i'm excited it's upon us but before we can dive into the nfl which will be segment two and college football will be number three uh well, let's go ahead and touch on some big sports stories like we always do to begin uh to begin the show of course uh, if you haven't heard kevin durant he had some drama this offseason maybe trying to force a trade to get out of brooklyn he has announced that he will stay Looks like he's going to buy into maybe what uh, head coach Steve Nash and the front office are trying to build there. They got Ben Simmons. They got Kyrie Irving. With Kevin Durant, that's one heck of a three-headed monster. So maybe it will all work out and they can be deadly this upcoming season. The feel-good story of the major leagues right now, baseball, it's got to be Albert Pujols, right? He has uh, suddenly emerged again, gotten hot, and he's now up to 14 home runs. Albert Pujols is only seven home runs shy of reaching that 700 home run milestone for a career. That is amazing. He said this will be it. He's eight, He's at age 42, going to retire with the St. Louis Cardinals. I hope he gets it done. He's got 36 games to go. October 5th is the last game of the season. So uh, 36 games. Albert, you got seven to get it, man. Come on, baby. Maybe some people will throw you some softballs. I'll be rooting for you. What a machine. And uh, great story career for Albert Pujols. How about the PGA? They've got all this LIV drama and the beef and stuff like that. Former players are dogging them and stuff. Well, so this week, they've announced that they're going to up purses. And they've also created a TGL league spearheaded by Roy McIlroy and Tiger Woods, which is a tech-infused golf league. This will feature basically a two-hour, 18-hole match on a uh, virtual course that they will play in front of a live audience at arenas with a live simulator for longer shots and authentic green areas for chipping and putting. That's pretty cool. I actually look forward to seeing that. So, yeah, that's going to become like a weekly thing during the offseason because they're wrapping up the Tour Championship this week. Of course, they're playing at East Lake. Uh, they're in Atlanta. And, of course, Scotty Scheffler, man. This dude is a machine. Right now, Scotty Scheffler is uh, 19 under and leading the field. Uh, behind him is John Rahm, who is 13 under, and they're through 15. Or John Rahm's through 16. Scotty's through 15. So, man, dude, they are... Uh, these guys got some high scores. I'm pretty impressed by that. So, yeah, that's what's going on in the world of golf. I look forward to seeing that, man. I always felt like I was better on a golf simulator than out, out, in, the real, uh, out in the real course. But, yeah, hey, if you're ever in this area, man, go check out the Bridges at Tartan Pines in Enterprise, Alabama. I know the general manager, Trey Dranders, would love for you to come visit. They have an amazing golf course, that back nine, man, one of the toughest that you'll ever play. That's in Enterprise, Alabama. Book a tee time. Bring your wife because they have an amazing lunch and dinner, man. Amazing cooks there. So check them out. That's the Bridges at Tartan Pines. 
Let's take a pause for the calls here on uh, My Surf Season 1, Episode 28. We'll tackle some NFL football in Segment 2. Stay tuned. We're back here on My Turf, segment two of season one, episode 28, about that time. So let's talk some NFL stuff. Uh, first, starting off, I want to say rest in peace to uh, Lenny Dawson, the late, great Hall of Fame quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. If you watched the game last night between the Packers and the Chiefs, you know, they did a, uh, choir, a choir huddle, which, uh, you know, they were known to do back in the day, and that was in honor of Lenny Dawson. Len Dawson, he took one of the most iconic photos history sports history you know smoking a cigarette at halftime in super bowl one where they lost to the packers but they did win super bowl four he's a legend one of the most accurate passers you'd ever see you know rest in peace then man our thoughts and prayers of course go out to uh not only his family but the kansas city organization they were his family for a very very long time he was very involved still with that organization um last night of course the packers did lose 17 to 10 um chiefs look pretty good i liked it uh, Jordan Love looks to be a bust. Um, he knows the playbook, but he, it just doesn't seem like he's processing quick enough. But let's talk about some other NFL news. Of course, Tom Brady is back. Uh, practice after missing 10 days for personal reasons. That's good for them. He will play in the first uh, the final preseason game. Baker Mayfield has been named the starter for the Carolina Panthers. Joe Flacco, like we told you, will start in absence of Zach Wilson while he rests his knee. He'll be out two to four weeks. Joe Burrow is back after appendectomy surgery. Uh, also, Bengals safety Jesse Bates has ended his holdout and will sign his franchise tag tenor, and he'll be back. He's a big-time staple of that defense. Geno Smith, Seattle, Seattle Seahawks quarterback Geno Smith, will start the final preseason game tonight versus Dallas over Drew Locke, who, of course, is recovering from COVID, but Drew Locke will get the majority of the snaps. That's again tonight, 7 p.m., NFL Network. Speaking of Dallas, uh, you know, left tackle Tyron Smith is going to be out till December with a hamstring uh, torn hamstring. C.D. Lamb is back, though, after having his uh, toe lacerated, and he'll be, he's back at practice, though, so that's big news for them. I don't know if they're going to, if uh, C.D. will play tonight, though. Uh, they probably want to save him for week one. Uh, Miami wide receiver Jalen Waddle sat out practice today with an undisclosed injury. Also, Mike Gesicki, their star tight end, is on the trading block. The city's having a lot of issues with the blocking scheme. Philadelphia Eagles running back Miles Sanders uh, still being held out um, with a hamstring injury two weeks we don't know if he's gonna be ready for week one so remember that boston scott and kenneth gain will probably get the majority of those reps raiders running back josh jacobs returns to practice after an undisclosed issue uh tied in darren waller this is big news man he's still being held out with a hamstring injury i don't know if he's gonna be ready week one uh foster moreau looks to be getting the majority of those snaps if they're ready for uh, fantasy football they did release running back uh kenyon drake by the way so that means amir white is gonna be number two probably on that depth chart the rookie out of uh, Georgia. He's an absolute beast, by the way. That kid really pounds the rock. So that's all the news I got. So I got a question from Danny out of Hartsville, Alabama. Ryan, what are your NFL picks per division and the playoffs plus Super Bowl? Danny, you ask. And uh, Ryan Claus will deliver. But I just referred to myself like Santa. Whatever, man. He asked a question. I'm going to go with it. Okay, so the AFC East, let's start off there. I got the, uh, I got the Buffalo Bills, Miami, New England, and Jets. I think the Jets will be improved, but we still got too many question marks. I think New England's question marks with the offensive coordinator situation in the aging defense. Yeah, it's, it's it's not really an aging defense. There's a lot of new faces for that Patriots defense. I'm just not buying in yet. 
Number two, I got the Dolphins, of course, because I think Tua with Tyreek Hill and Waddle and those guys and the new head coach is going to be good vibes, and they're going to be really good this year. If they stay healthy, watch out for the Dolphins. Number one is going to be the uh, Buffalo Bills. Look, they're going to be pissed off. They're going to be ready to roll Josh Allen. The only thing I'm going to be paying attention to is those very clutch moments for the play calling for offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey. He takes over for Brian Dable. Uh, he's been within that system, though. You'd think there should be an easy transition, but that you still got to pay attention to that. The AFC North, they got Cincy, the Ravens, the Browns, and then the Steelers. I'm just, I just got to see a quarterback out there for the Steelers. Um, that offensive line ain't great. We know Najee Harris was dodging a lot of tacklers in the backfield last year. I still think he's going to have a good year because he's just that talented. They got a good wide receiving core in Deontay Johnson, Claypool, and George Pickens. Defense, you know, they got TJ Watt, Ironhead Hayward, and of course, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. We just got to see it. The Browns, they've got a good defense. Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward. It's just about that offense. I believe in Stefanski, man. I, I think he's going to be okay with Jacoby Brissett. I was paying close attention, and he's going to be hammering Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb all day long and, and really feeding Amari. Amari Cooper, it seems like. Maybe they can get to 500 ball, and by the time Deshaun gets there, they can they can kind of take off and be dangerous for a pretty good run. Ravens, it's all about Lamar. I love Lamar. They got the defense with Marlon Humphrey. John Harbaugh's a great coach. And uh, number one, of course, it's Cincy. Improved O-line. Last year, they went to the Super Bowl. They're going to be making another strong run, especially with that, those four new offensive linemen. Lyle Collins and Alex Kappa, to, to name a few, they're going to be really good. Yeah, let's talk about the AFC West now. I got uh, number one, KC. Number two is going to be Denver. Number three is going to be Vegas. And number four is going to be the Chargers. It's it's all about the quarterback play. I think the best quarterback play is going to be Mahomes. Number two is going to be Russell Wilson. He's got Judy, Cortland Sutton, and uh, he's got some weapons. I like Javante Williams. Have a pretty good year. See them. Let's hopefully think. Let's hopefully think that the defense is going to be okay for the Broncos after losing uh, head coach Vic Fangio, who ran it. But yeah, I like this team. Um, I think the Broncos are going to be really good, and I think the Chiefs are going to, yeah, they're going to miss Tyreek, but I think Sky Moore, Juju Smith, and uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantlin should be able to should be able to hold up. I think the guy that's really not being talked about is going to be Miko Hardman. I think he's going to have a pretty good year for him. I, and, and nothing against Justin Herbert, because I, I got a lot of questions about Justin Herbert. Do I think he's the real deal? I mean, I think he's good at padding stats. He's like Drew Bledsoe. I just don't know if it translates into a lot of wins. This is a lot of mop-up duty. He's got Keenan Allen. He's got Mike Williams. He's got Austin Eckler to hand the ball off to. They've got all the talent and the weapons. I like that tight end, by the way, Donald Parham. I mean, they he's got talent where he should succeed. Anybody should, should succeed with those weapons. I just don't think he just doesn't win a lot of ball games. He just doesn't do it in the clutch moments. Okay, so the AFC South, it's going to be an underwhelming year for that division. But I got Indy with Matt Ryan now at the helm. He's going to hand the rock to Jonathan Taylor Michael, and feed Michael Pittman. Uh, Titans are going to be number two. I like Robert Woods coming into it, but Traylon Burks has got to show me something for Ryan Tanning. He'll really did, uh, take the top off of this offense. We know Derrick Henry is going to be going to be solid, but this offense, you know, the offensive line, man, I don't know. It just seemed like they were they were struggling a little bit. He went from 5.4, 5.4 yards per carry down to 4.3 last year. That's Derrick Henry. So a little concerning. want to see them kind of emerge. Three is going to be the Jags. I think they'll be improved with uh, Doug Peterson at the helm. Number four is going to be the Texans. Look, I like I like Davis Mills. Uh, I just think that old line's not great. Damian Pierce should be pretty good to run the football. And you know Brandon Cooks is going to do his thing. Defense with Lovey Smith, though, he's going to have to really do some great coaching. Yeah, not a, not a very talented defense. So that's you just got to go with that on paper. 
So I am picking Buffalo to win the AFC. Wild card teams are going to be Miami, Baltimore, and Denver. Okay, let's go to the NFC. Starting with the NFC East, I got Dallas, Philly, Washington, and the New York Giants. It's basically because of the consistent quarterback play while I'm going with Dallas. CeeDee Lamb, I, I think Philly's going to have a good year. I like Jalen Hurts. It's just I got to see it consistently before I'm going to pick him over the Cowboys. Um, he's got A.J. Brown and Smitty. He should be just fine, especially Dallas Goddard, too. They got a good defense. They added Darius Slay. You got Jordan Davis up front now uh, next to Fletcher Cox. I mean, that, those are going to be two grown-ass men. That's going to be fun to watch. At Commandos, I think they're going to be okay. Ron Rivera's a solid coach. Wentz, you just feed Terry McLaurin. That running back situation is a little muddy. Defense is fine, though. They should be okay. They should be better than Giants, who need a quarterback. Unless they do something there, and Daniel Jones is the guy, I think Dable's got a Dable's going to have an uphill battle to begin the season. Saquon should be should have a bounce back here though. Uh, NFC North: Green Bay, Minnesota, Lions. I'm going to go with Detroit, and then I'm going to go with the Bears. I think the Lions and Bears are just going to have a tough year. They're just not there yet. Vikings. I think they're going to kind of underwhelm a little bit, being mediocre with first-year head coach Kevin O'Connell coming over from the Rams. Just not a believer in Kirk Cousins. And the defense was, uh, yeah, they lost all that talent, man. But they should be, you know, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Irv Smith. Offense, they're going to have some good numbers, and they're going to win some games, but they're just not going to win this division. I got the Packers. I don't understand the wide receiver question marks for the Packers, but that defense is going to be solid. The offensive line is looking to be healthy with Batiari and Jenkins coming back. That's good because you know Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are going to pound the rock. Okay, let's go to the NFC West. I got the Rams, 49ers, Cardinals, and Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are going to be better than people think because they do got some talent. I think the Cardinals, the the Cardinals, the 49ers, and the Rams are just going to be that good. They've got, I, I understand, I think Trey Lance will struggle, but I think Kyle Shanahan will be able to scheme enough people open for him that he'll be okay. Uh, it's just going to be that defense is too good, by the way, for the Rams and the 49ers. That 49ers front, that's one of the best in football with Bosa, Kinlaw, and Buckner. It's one of the best. It's just, uh, they're just that good. I think the Cardinals offense will be able to make enough plays for them to get into the playoffs too, especially when DeAndre Hopkins comes back. Uh, NFC South, it's going to be the Bucks and the Saints and the Falcons and the Panthers in that order. Uh, I just think, uh, I just don't think the Panthers, I mean, I've, I kind of was going back and forth between Panthers and the Falcons. I just think Arthur Smith may be a better pro coach than Matt Rule. Um, I don't th- I don't know if he necessarily has enough talent, but I think with Marcus Mariota, what he can do maybe with the offensive line, I just I like I like Kyle Pitts. I like Drake London to have good years, and uh, I think Marcus Mariota will be serviceable. Defense will be okay. I think they'll just be better than the Panthers, and it's it's really because of the head coach. And I think Matt Rule will. Will be let go this offseason. Uh, I'm just, I, I, I'm rooting for you, Baker. You got Robbie Anderson. You got McCaffrey. You got DJ Moore. You should be good. I just, I don't know. I just, there's something in me that says that this is, I'm just not a believer in Matt Rule. We know the Bucks are going to be solid. Brady's got Julio Jones, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Russell Gage, running backs Leonard Fournette. Defensively, they got Barrett. I mean, they got Devin White. They got Carlton Davis at cornerback. They're going to be ready to roll. And the Saints, I think, are going to be much improved with Jameis coming back. Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, Jarvis Landry, Dennis Allen is a defensive-minded coach. You know that defense. Uh, it's going to be pretty good with Cam Jordan and the boys.
So for the NFC, I am picking the Bucks to win the NFC. I love my Packers. I do. It's just the wide receiving thing. I just can't get through it yet in a clutch game. Unless our defense is that nasty. You know, and the running game is that good and we stay healthy. I will go with the Packers. Especially if maybe a number one wide receiver emerges that's a free agent. But as of right now, you never bet on too many question marks to start the preseason. I got to go with this. I got to go with this. So it's going to be the bu- the uh, the Bills and the Bucks in the uh, Super Bowl. And I'll, I will take the Bills right now, uh, 35 to 27 with a score like that. Uh, also, I meant, meant to mention my wild card teams for the NFC. I got the Saints, the 49ers, and the Cardinals. But yeah, uh, it, it's it's preseason. It's what you got to bet on on paper. So that's what we're going with. Hopefully, uh, some things will change. But, yeah, that's what I'm going with. Okay, that's going to do it for the NFL news. Let's take a pause for the calls, and let's wrap it up for college football in segment three here on My Turf, season one, episode 28, about that time. We're back here on my turf for the third and final segment. Thank you so much for being with us. And guess what? It's time to talk some college football too. So, as stoked as we are for the NFL, it's college football too. And we get a little bit of a peek early because tomorrow we got some games going on. Not some big games, but some noticeable games. Check out Nebraska at Northwestern 11:30 on Fox. Um, and then you got Wyoming at Illinois 3 p.m. Big Ten Network. The night game to watch out for, though. So Hawaii's got a new head coach, Timmy Chang. Remember the quarterback for him, June Jones, running that run and shoot. He, I think he's the all-time quarter, uh, all-time passing touchdowns leader in the nation at one time. Yeah, Timmy Chang's gonna be running that offense. Gonna be gonna be cool to see what he runs. But they're taking on Vanderbilt, 9:30 p.m. CBS. All right, so news around the country: Nick Saban has been extended through uh, 2030. That means he can coach until he's 78 years old. His average salary, 11.7 million dollars. Clause in that contract says if anybody jumps it, he's got to always going to be in the top three uh, of that average. So Nick Saban's going to get paid, and as he should. So some other news, position battles. Um, how about this? Keaton Slovis, former USC quarterback at Pitt, now at Pitt, has been named the starter. Pat Narduzzi's liking him, so he's going to become the starter. Indiana transfer, Indiana quarterback transfer, Michael Penix Jr. is now going to be the starter at, at Washington. There's a new head coach there, Kalen DeBoer. Um, he comes over from Fresno State, and they uh, have a history because before he got the job at Fresno State, he was also the offensive coordinator at Indiana, Michael Penix Jr., man. He's got some really good highlights. They hurt the arm last year. Before that, he tore his ACL at Indiana, needing a fresh start, obviously lost his job. So he's going to re uh, regroup. He's going to have a reunion with uh, Kalen DeVore, and maybe they can make some magic there in year one for the Huskies. All right, so the main segment, main part of this segment is going to be uh, this from this question. Mac from Pensacola, Florida asks, Ryan, can you give me your picks to win the big five conferences? Mac, I can do you one better. I'm going to give you every conference. How about that? How about the American Athletic? We'll start with them. I'm going to go with Houston. It's Dana Holberson. He's got Clayton Toon there as well. Cincinnati's going to have a little bit of a down year with all the talent they lost, so yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Dana Holberson. Check out that defense, by the way. That Houston defense led by Doug Belt, of course, is a grad assistant. Uh, was a grad assistant under Kirby Smart and Jeremy Pruitt while he was at Alabama. So they run a lot of the same concepts that, he, that Kirby does at Jordan. Conference USA, I'm going with UAB, man. Uh, you know, I, they lose Bill Clark due to back issues. He retires. But Brian Vincent is a very capable 
uh, offense coordinator transitioning to a head coach. He won a lot of state titles in the state of Alabama, so watch out for Brian Benson. He should, uh, should keep that offense churning. For uh, the Mid-American Conference, I'm going with Mac. In the Mac Conference, I'm going to go with Akron. Joe Moorhead comes over from Oregon as offense coordinator. Before that, he was head coach at Mississippi State. Before that, the uh, offense coordinator at Penn State, where they had those great offenses led by Trace McSorley with Saquon Barkley and Miles Sanders. Joe Moorhead knows how to run a program. He did it at Fordham. I, he didn't have the best luck at Mississippi State, but that's a tough division. So you don't want to basically grade him completely on that. But Joe Moorhead is a very innovative offensive mind, and he brings in a plethora transfers big time transfers to help out that akron program so watch out northern illinois and miami ohio akron could be big time sleeper in the mountain west talking about fresno state so jeff tedford you know who was the longtime head coach at at cal who helped develop aaron Rodgers and some other great quarterbacks he retired or he resigned from cal and then emerged back as the head coach for fresno state well now you know he retired DeVore came in, won 10 games, goes to Washington. Tedford's back as a head coach, so I don't think they're going to skip a beat. They're going to run that same kind of offense, what they call the spread coast. You're going to like it. Tedford should have some uh, some really good numbers. So the Sun Belt, they add three new teams. that are, They're going to have a conference championship now. They add Marshall, James Madison, Old Dominion. It's going to be a lot, lot more competition, but I still like Coastal Carolina in this division led by head coach Jamie Chadwell. You know, last two years they won 22-3. and three. Grayson McCall's the quarterback. He's back. Uh, Louisiana loses Billy Napier. Still going to have a good team, but it's not going to be Billy Napier. And then they uh, still got to watch out for Appalachian State in that conference. Watch out for my Troy Trojans, by the way. John Summerall is going to get us back on track. ACC, I'm going with Clemson. Why am I going with Clemson? Because I think by week five, DJ struggled, and they're going to take on NC State and Devin Leary, and it's going to be a dogfight. NC State's going to score on that defense a little bit. Remember, Clemson, I think, has the best defense maybe in the nation that nobody's talking about. And I think Cade Klubnick, the true freshman, is going to have to come in there and save the day, and he's never going to let go of that job. And I think you're going to be looking at some some Trevor Lawrence-like numbers uh, throughout the season. I don't think he's going to win a national championship in year one, but I, I like Cade Klubnick to do some damage here. And I think they're going to win this over Miami, possibly. Um because I, I think Miami's going to have a good year with Cristobal now at the helm. I like what they're going to. I like what they did with the uh, with his assistants. He's got Kevin Still running the defense and offensive coordinator Josh Gaddish is coming over from Michigan. Like I said, Tyler Van Dyke, that quarterback, is awesome by the way. And he's got a good backup with Jake Garcia if he gets dinged up. In the Big Ten, no surprise here. Ohio State. Maybe the surprise here though is Ohio State over Wisconsin. I just think too much C.J. Stroud and then you know defense. They got a new defense coordinator and Jim Knowles coming over from Oklahoma State. Uh, Wisconsin, though, why is that maybe the surprise? I just like Wisconsin this year. The ranked 20th, Paul Chris has done an excellent job. He hires a new offensive coordinator in Bobby Ingram, who was the tight ends coach for the Baltimore Ravens. Bobby Ingram, of course, a star wide receiver at Penn State, and then played for the Seattle Seahawks. He's going to run those pistol variations like they do with um, Lamar Jackson and kind of open it up a little bit. Wisconsin was a little stale the last couple years and predictable, so this is good for them. They're going to add a little bit more sizzle to them. In the Big 12, I'm uh, picking Baylor. Got Baylor over Oklahoma. Look, Dave Aranda's built a pretty good powerhouse here. He's got a lot of players coming back on defense, plus quarterback Blake Shapin. I like Baylor. I think they just got a little bit too much right now. Oklahoma, they're going to be fine. They're, they're going to win a lot of games. Quarterback Dylan Gabriel, he should flourish under offense coordinator Jeff Lundy coming over from Ole Miss. You know, Brent Venables, he's going to have that defense better, but I don't think they're there just yet. And watch out for 
uh, Dylan Gabriel as a potential Heisman sleeper, by the way. In the Pac-12, I got Utah over USC. I like Utah. I like what Kyle Whittingham's been doing. Quarterback Cam Rising. If he stays healthy, this team should be fine. I just think USC is a year or two away. He's got to rebuild that offensive line and get that defense back. That's talking about Lincoln Riley. Caleb Williams should do good. Jordan Addison, the star wide receiver, transferring over from Pitt should be fine. They just don't have all the pieces yet. Alex Schrench, it's going to take some time to get that defense back and running for USC. All right, let's talk about the SEC. I'm taking Alabama over Georgia. I think just too much Bama on both sides. They've got the offensive line being fixed. Defense, you know Will Anderson's back. You know they've got Bryce Young back at quarterback. Some wide receivers are starting to emerge. And Jermaine Burton, Trayshawn Holden. Hearing a little bit about a true freshman, by the way, named Kobe Prentice. So Alabama's got it on both sides of the football, I think. Um, the team to watch out for, though, before I say anything critical of Georgia, I just, I just think they're going to be better than Georgia overall. I think too much is going to be put on Stetson, and he's not going to be able to beat Alabama in a game. Watch out for uh, Florida. Billy Napier comes in there. He's got a good quarterback in Anthony Richardson. His offense that he runs is a spread option kind of uh, scheme. He's going to fit Anthony Richardson just fine. And he's got a good defensive coordinator who's got a sneaky scheme in Patrick Tony. Patrick Tony was a safeties coach at University of Texas San Antonio with Pete, with, uh, Pete Golden, the Alabama defense coordinator. And they had a top 10 defense a couple back in 2016 and 17. And then Napier got the job at Louisiana, and he hired Tony at like 27 years old. Patrick Tony runs a really complex scheme to give you a lot of different looks. Reminds me a lot of Brent Venables and uh, a lot of sneaky blitzes. So Patrick Tony can really, could be a name to watch out for as emerges as maybe a potential star in the business mode. So I just think that Georgia could have two losses by the time they get to Alabama, by the way. I mean, Tennessee could sneak up on them. You know, South Carolina's going to be hungry. And watch out for Florida as a sleeper. All right, so that's going to do it for my conference picks. Now I got another question. JD out of Athens, Georgia. Ryan, who's your pick to win the Heisman? And then he says, why not Stenson? Why not Stenson? Because Stetson doesn't get it done in the red zone. Uh, they like to pound the rock. And um, Stetson, when it's a condensed field, that's been his issue. Uh, it just doesn't do the greatest in the red zone. That's where Alabama's been able to take advantage of some key situations, by the way, against him. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go with C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State as the Heisman. I know that's probably cliche, what everybody's saying. But yeah, the numbers are going to be there for him. Uh, he's got a great offense, the, the competition. Not to mention, I think Bryce Young's going to, you know, going to have to share some votes with Will Anderson. And his running, the, the running backs are going to be pretty phenomenal this year for Alabama, where they're going to be able to pound the rock and probably take away some of those touchdown numbers. But yeah, C.J. Stroud. But I do think Will Anderson will be the number one overall pick in the NFL draft next year. I didn't have to say that, not taking any thunder away from C.J. Stroud, but I think we all know that Will Anderson is the best player in the nation. Again, so kind of recapping, though, everybody, we've talked about this. My college football playoff picks preseason are Alabama, Ohio State, Utah, and Georgia, and I got Alabama winning the whole thing. Um, and, and it's nothing against any of these other teams. I just think Alabama's going to be more complete as far as continuity and their staff. I think they just got the talent. They got the talent. Um, Utah's going to be really good. And I like Georgia. I do want to say this, though. If defense emerges for Georgia, watch out. Watch out, because that's going to be still a scary offense. And, uh, yeah, Georgia Georgia could give Alabama a big-time run for the money. Uh, Clemson, like I've said, it's all about if Cade Klubnik takes over before week five, too. I think they could trip up. 
possibly in that game and Klebnik leads him back but I'm not sure he's going to win that game I just think he's going to do good enough to keep the job but yeah I don't know if Clemson could be a team that still squeaks in there Notre Dame is a sleeper if they can knock off or hang with Ohio State in game one uh, we'll see what happens I'm not really buying the whole Texas A&M hype I know a lot of people are back on Michigan Michigan is a team still to watch out for I just think Ohio State's going to be more talented and watch out for Baylor I think it's a little bit of a gauntlet. They're going to have to go through Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, and those teams, and uh, they could all take each other out. But, yeah, that's what that's why to begin the season, you have to go with these rankings. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. Tomorrow we got college football. So you should be super excited. Let's get some college game day up, get your coffee, get your, your adult beverages ready. And we've got college football tomorrow. Then we end the preseason for the NFL, and then it's NFL time too. So, if you have any questions, of course, on uh, for fantasy football or to interact with me, remember, hit me up at myturfpodcast at gmail.com. So season one, episode 28, about that time. Yeah, remember, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Tell your friends. This episode brought to you by Marshall Media. We'll be back next week to talk about week one of uh, the big boys playing for college football. Uh, that's going to do it. Season one, episode 28. That's a wrap. My turn. See you next time.